The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of EricIsMyBanker.com. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And this is Eric Osnes from EricIsMyBanker.com. Happy Saturday. Yes, happy Saturday back at ya. Yeah, we're here every Saturday from 2 to 3 o'clock p.m. And also we have an encore performance that will be played every Sunday from 3 to 4 p.m. Yeah, I don't know how long that's actually going to continue, yeah. but currently well, they're giving us some point, bonus rounds. Kind of a, kind we of like a that. nice thing out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like I've been on a game show. With, like, if hey, you just you like, want, a want bonus to hear round. us again, you know, we'll, be, we'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, here's the other thing. If you're a regular listener of the show and you do have to miss a week, Obviously, we've always said that you can go to my blog and find this, but we are also now on Spotify. Right, yeah. You can go and subscribe to us on Spotify. You can look up Team Reba there and you know, give us a nice five-star, if you like, and subscribe. And that helps us with having other people help find our show and learn all the fun things that we talk about with real estate, mortgage, finance, and all things related. Absolutely. You know, we're talking about all those all those subjects on this show. This show, we, we try and, and keep it local keep it relevant we always have mm-hmm. on interesting guests and things and we're not just saying oh mm-hmm. we do this and we do that it's not sort of a rah-rah type type of show we well, want it's rah-rah it's just well, not like me me but we want to give useful information things that are going to help you when yeah. you're out there buying a home selling a home financing mm-hmm. a home thinking about investing that's right thinking about all the other factors we've we've done mm-hmm. lots of shows uh, highlighting local nonprofits. we've done yes. lots of shows you know, about uh, helping the, the elderly or helping people that are mm-hmm. at risk. You know, we, yeah. we try and cover a keeping, lot of different keeping topics. Keeping our elderly from being taken advantage of mm. in their housing situations Which and their equity all positions. all the time. Oh, yes, it does, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, actually, I, uh, you know, you and I always have lots of stories, and I know in the next couple of weeks we're going to be able to record a couple of shows that are just us and not with the guests. Right. And I want to go back to some of those topics. Yeah, um, yeah. And have a little tweak on some of them because I, I have had a situation recently where I've had some conversations with some older folks that uh, into marriages and not checking credit and finances together and lack of transparency that has put some people at risk mm-hmm. that I think are things we should be talking about um, because it's important that we get families talking together so that these things aren't masked that they are uncovered and they are understood Absolutely. and recognized before yeah. they turn into really critical yeah, situations. Sooner rather than later. Exactly, because when they get to that, that major peak point, it's really hard to dial anything back. Yep, that's right. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. So I'd love to do Let's that. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah I would love to do that. One of shows coming up here, we'll get that, we'll get that yeah. going. Also, uh, kind of on the topic of education, of course, you and I are always teaching first-time homebuyer classes. Mm-hmm. We volunteer for the Washington State Housing Finance Commission. Yes. Been... 21 years for me, and you're right nipping at my I'm heels on that as well. Post behind. Yeah, that's right. Post behind. Well, well, we, we actually teach the official first-time homebuyer class. This is one that's... Yeah, not re- that unofficial stuff. Yeah, not, none, of that, none of that infomercial stuff. Yes. You know, our class is free because we volunteer for the, mm-hmm. for the state, for the, for the Housing yeah. Finance Commission. 
And, and this is a, a course that's required uh, to be eligible for many of the first-time homebuyer programs and zero-down type yes. programs. So we have one coming up on June, June 13th. 13th. That's a Thursday night. It's mm-hmm. going to run from 4 to 9 p.m. at the Claim Jumper down in Tukwila, yes. down by South Center. That way you don't have to give up your precious Saturday. That's right. That's right. And we'll have, uh, you know, of course, the class is free, and we always uh, feed you as well. Mm-hmm. And we Some tasty morsels. fill your brain with information on how to buy a home, the steps of the process, things you need to, yep. to know about, be concerned about. Yes. Of course, all the special financing programs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of really cool down payment assistance programs, which, as yeah. you know, we had a client who attended that class close this week. That's which right. Is really fantastic. That's right. Super happy about that. Yes. And I have an update. Okay. I have an update on some of these programs. As a matter of fact, okay. just just this Do week, tell. the uh, bond commission has increased some of the income limits uh, for certain programs. Yet again. Yeah. Well, there's there's a few different ones out there, and probably the one of the most popular programs is called Home Advantage, mm-hmm. and that program is a zero down financing option, but it 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 uh, has an income limit of one hundred and forty five thousand dollars. Right. So if you make at or less than one hundred forty five thousand. You're in, and uh, you don't even have to be a first-time home buyer. But the home does have to be your primary residence. Okay. So it's it's a great program. We 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 use it a ton. You know, a lot of our customers have uh, you know maybe they're newly graduated or maybe not, but they've got good income. Mm-hmm. You know, all of that, but they just don't have the cash saved up right. you know, to get into a home. Uh, you know, the timing right now is is really good. To get in, we're we're at interest rates right now that are running at around a fifty-two week low point. Yes, and I'm seeing that in the sales side of things, it's very active. Really picking up, yeah, it's really picking up because house prices softened a little bit last summer mm-hmm. and in and through the winter. But guess you know now they're they're yep. turning right back around and marching back up. Yes, they are. So timing is good. You know, mm-hmm. right now we've got you know prices are at a, are a nice place. Interest rates are at the lowest points in almost a year now, a little over a year actually. So it's it's a really good time to be looking at that. So 145,000 is for one program called Home Advantage. There's another program that has a, a lower interest rate called Home Opportunity, and that program um, just had an income limit uh, increase as well. It's a little bit lower, but if you've got a three or more person household, income limits 88,250. So if okay. you're at or below that level, uh, there's some really special financing uh, available for that. It's also you know, a zero down program. Yeah, and just to give some relevance or for people to understand even what that kind of can mean, because some people are going to hear that 145K and be like, whoa, okay, I wish I did make that much. That is for a combined household income, though, too, not just a single income. Yes, right? that's right. But at the 88000 level, um, I don't know if anyone saw it this week, but there was a Seattle Times article that came out that I shared on my Facebook page and uh, on our social media that was talking about um, you know the median income in our state is about 87,000 right. just a little over that right yes. so you could still be in a median level or below right. That's right? right and it's still possible and there are homes available that there will are. meet that that's we've been right. working in fact the person that we were just talking about i think that's a perfect example mm-hmm. of yeah. you know somebody who uh, has taken advantage of some of these programs and fits those kinds of parameters that's so, right yeah. but uh, that article from the seattle times was great because it was talking about why we are 
you know, maybe not the biggest metropolis, but we're punching above our weight. For sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Because we have not just some big tech and Boeing, but all the other things such as our port and trade. And and a reminder, everyone out there, one of the things that's great about our area is we are the largest exporter in the States. Mm-hmm. Of agriculture, you know, a lot yeah. of people don't understand well, that. With, well, with not Boeing not just, included, but also with Boeing, then, of course. Yeah. yeah. So that really takes yeah. us out there. I mean, yeah. because most people always think of California as that, but it's no, it's, it's we, a lot of us. We have such a diverse economy, and mm-hmm. and that's what makes our housing market so robust as well. Yes, it does. You know, so we tend to not, you know, go as you know, if if there's a downturn, we're not going to go as low. If there's mm-hmm. an upturn, we're we're usually at the you know, the, yeah. you know, the tip of the spear on that as well. So it's, exactly. it's always been a, a really good area and that that's expected to continue. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots of jobs coming, coming oh, this way. Yes. Yep. So yep, yep. So all the more reason, you know, of course we will see congestion and things like that increasing as, the, as our mm-hmm. region continues to grow and uh, get out of the left lane. If you're driving a Toyota product, you know, just look <laughs> in your rear view mirror. And if you see a bunch of cars behind you, just move over to the right. You know, that'll kind of help keep things going, you know, because there's going to be more of Maybe us on the road. Maybe teaching that in all those new for-profit driving schools. It's entirely possible. Well, yeah. you heard that they're it not could. doing parallel parking. No, I didn't. Are you serious? Yeah, most of them don't teach parallel parking. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. But I actually talked oh. to somebody who taught one of the schools. They well, went, no, we don't teach it. And I went really why youtube must be excited why? about that there's gonna be lots of videos of people attending <laughs> is that why that. they have to make the cars that self-park <laughs> probably <laughs> most likely that could i don't know that could very well be but, but yeah i think the rules yeah. of the road need to oh, be read a little more closely. very 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 true so, anyway i know oh my gosh. i'm digressing anyway digressing. <laughs> well, so okay did you yeah. go through all the programs though i did so those okay. are a couple of the big changes here but uh lots of Lots of information, of course, with with finance and when you're buying a home, you know, every person's situation is is individual. It's I I like Mm -hmm. to refer to them as story problems, you know, and we like to solve those problems. And and always happy to do that. Even you know we're giving information on the show, but even off the show, you know if you have financing related questions, you can always Mm -hmm. reach me. Um, My email is Eric E R I C, Eric at EricIsMyBanker.com. Also on Facebook and Twitter, just look up Eric is my banker. And Reba, I know you are out there at Reba at TeamReba.com. Yes, if you want me directly or if you want to just get a hold of our team with something general, you can send a message to info at TeamReba.com. There you go. And uh, if you do want to try and text me, although my phone's always blowing up, but it's 206-910-3429. All right. Well, okay. I had to think about my own phone number there for a second. I almost gave yours. Uh, Well, mine's easy to remember. So yours is one of the few I actually know by yeah, heart. <laughs> yeah, it's just two zero six nine one five Eric nine one five three seven four two. I tried to get one that said Reba, and it was yeah. it was too it was too early because I've had the same cell phone number for yeah. I think twenty five years. Yeah, yeah, and they I couldn't I couldn't get it then. I had a friend back then. Yeah, I've had mine pretty long time, but I had somebody yeah. kind of hook me up way 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 back. Yeah, so that's well, always lucky fun. You. Yeah, lucky yeah. You. Well, so, interest rates. I got yes, just enough time before we got to jump do. away for a, pay a couple bills. But uh, mortgage interest rates are are still trending nice and low. We're down a little bit this week because of the tariff, you know, drama going on. Uh, a uh, increased tariff to China will cause interest rates to fall because it will mm-hmm. tend to have a slowing effect on the economy, and rates will follow right along with that. So we're watching that one very closely. 
Uh, right now, the national average 30-year fixed rate conventional mortgage is sitting at 4.2%, down nice. about an eighth of a percent from last time, last week. 15-year fixed rates under that 4% mark, right around 3.91%. Uh, VA and FHA loans, right smack dab at 4% is the national national average. Might be able to find some even a little bit lower than that. I think uh, I think we're at a little bit lower than that today right now. And jumbo 30-year fixed rates hovering around 4.125%. So, again, these are the national averages. Your actual interest rates will vary. They're going to vary based on your loan amount, your credit score, amount of your down payment. Even the type of property can have an impact on uh, the interest rates that you get. So be sure, you know, check with me. I'm always happy to give you some information or check with your lender. We're looking at the trends of rates, though, and right now they're still very very good. And so as long as that trend continues, um, we're going to cross our fingers and hope we stay that way as we get into the year here and finish out the year. So, so far, so good. So stay tuned. We got more Open House with Team Reba when we come back. Stay tuned. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Thank you, Batman. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from ericismybanker.com. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. I'm not sure you should be giving that comic or that movie <laughs> franchise any extra advertising. I'm jealous of the level of intensity of our announcer guy. I know, but... Yeah. It's yeah. never going away, so you just have to start learning to ignore it. All right. I, I wish we Kinda had... like some of the bad news we hear all the time. I, I wish we had the Sling Blade guy doing our announcing instead. <laughs> you know? Sling Blade? You ever seen the movie Sling Blade? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. You know where he talks about... No, you know, I have gonna have some French fried potatoes, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. I Never mind. No idea what All right, I've about, lost you. I've I'm lost you. Okay, on. you're going to watch that movie this weekend. I'll I'll um, send you the link uh, for no, that. I, no, no, this, no. This uh, next weekend, I'm going to be doing something completely different. <laughs> you know, but uh, well, actually, for when this show is airing, I'm I'm doing the uh, Texas and Tails event with Seattle Humane. There you go. Yeah. Aww. So I'll be a Very little busy cool. doing something else, helping save furry little critters. Excellent. And uh, earlier this week, I was at Vision House and their right. fundraiser, which we had Melissa Garrig, who was the executive director of Vision House, on our show recently. Yes. And if people want to learn more about it, they can go to visionhouse.org. And I'm just putting it out there because I have a, like another week of uh, little fundraising on my Facebook page. If you want to help out there, I give a donation at the luncheon. Uh, but they had a really great program, really, really great program. And through some of our connections, I am also really proud to say that we got Starbucks to get on board. Not only did Home Street do a great donation of $10,000, mm-hmm. a sponsorship for that, but Starbucks, through my relationship with Sean Greenlee, who's in their uh, Global Impact Group, uh, they also did a sponsorship of 5000 And oh. I was super proud to have been part of bringing some of those people together and getting them some more, uh, you know, eyeballs on what they're they're trying to do because as they were saying it was hashtag no homeless kids yeah is is really what that they're trying to accomplish a vision house a great great nonprofit, Wonderful. and and you know while we're on recently the, on yes yeah and and also on the same topic uh, mm-hmm. i was at the urban impact 
annual fondue That's right. We just had them on the show. Delicious yes, fondue. Pastor Harvey. We had Pastor Harvey there. And, of course, Rosa Booker is, mm-hmm. has been with us before. And BJ. And, BJ and, and they had a, an excellent event um, also down at the Renton Pavilion uh, raising money. And they also had an event um, last week, which is Sharks yes. at the Beach, which yes. is a shark tank-like uh, event where they mm-hmm. where uh, young entrepreneurs. entrepreneurs can pitch their ideas. Yep. Uh, the winner uh, of this year's uh, Sharks at the Beach, uh, lovely lady Niala Cooper Scruggs, uh, opened up Sugar Queen Bakery, and she makes these amazing. I don't want to. What do you call them? wet cupcakes? Super. I have no idea. Super moist. Well, her thing is the cupcakes. A lot of the cupcakes around here. Let's face it; they're just too dry. So hers are not. They're really moist and super delicious. So I wonder what her secret is. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to get her on along Maybe with go do a, samples. A sampling. <laughs> That's yes. right. That's right. Well, so, you know, you know, hey, hey, yeah, we might be interesting to have her on and see, you know, what she learned absolutely. out of everything. Well, and maybe get her secret, but she may not want to give that out because that's like a KFC recipe. That's right. That's right. I don't know. But you know, if if anybody out there is looking for for that's folks, that's funny to, though because people don't know that sometimes when I call you up, I always say, "What's she, up, cupcake?" You call me cupcake. I know. <laughs> I call you cupcake. We just shared a little <laughs> secret between us. There we go. <laughs> I hope people start calling have to you call now me or or sending sugar you queen Twitter cupcake <laughs> messages telling you, hey, "What's up, cupcake?" <laughs> Probably. You know, Actually, I want I'm our sure. guests to start doing that. And the, the heckling <laughs> will commence here. That's right. Oh. That's right. So anyway, but Urban Impact, another fantastic nonprofit, and they're doing mm-hmm. such great things in in the Rainier mm-hmm. Valley area. Uh, really, really yep. great organization. Yep. So all of them very good. And so. speaking of great organizations, yes. I'm really, really happy to have with us today Mike Olden yes. from American Reporting Company, which is our local. Mm-hmm. I know for for uh, for my my company, you're, you're our credit report supplier vendor problem solver guru so thank you so much for joining us today mike well thank you for inviting me again it's great to be back at the norwegian hour that's right oh for heaven's sake oh yeah a couple fellow norwegians yep we're we're getting uh i'm being outnumbered oh yeah we're getting all geared up for september 17th of may which is of course norwegian independence day you know that's of course well of course everybody knows that well, we do. Okay. There you go. Uh, well, that's clear. <laughs> well, good. I'm delighted to be back. Well, really, really happy to have you here. You know, Mike, Reeve and I teach first-time homebuyer classes, and when we do, we spend a lot of time talking about credit, what you can do to improve your credit scores, and, and, and what you should not do when you're just starting the home buying process. But we got lots of questions for you, Mike, but let's start with... Let's let's talk about credit scores. What the differences are, you know. There's there's companies out there with commercials and free this and free that, playing the banjos and and everything else, and they're talking about a, a probably a Vantage score. But then we we have the more ubiquitous term out there, a FICO score. So what are the differences? Well, and and, and I think we I'm glad you brought that up, Eric, because we we do want to be careful and. In the industry that we're all in, the real estate and mortgage mm-hmm. finance industry, we use FICO scores. Mm-hmm. And FICO uh, is a for-profit company, and Vantage is a for-profit company, but they're not the same. Vantage is owned collectively by the three major credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, Experian. Uh, FICO is, is separate than that, and I would use an analogy when we use a 
a Q-tip or a Band-Aid or a Kleenex, we immediately right. know what we're talking about, mm -hmm. but that's a brand name. We don't want to do that with credit scores. The, 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 major, the major difference historically was that FICO scores ranged from 300 on the low end to 850 on the high end, and the original Vantage score ranged from 501 on the low end to 990 on the high end. So let's say a, 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 a potential borrower came to you and said, yeah, I've seen my credit report with a credit score and it was 770. You pull up a credit report through ARC with a FICO mm -hmm. score and it's 690. They said, Eric, what did you do to my credit? Happened all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that's and right. And you didn't do anything, mm -hmm. but they're different score models. Mm -hmm. uh, they're basically going to look at the same key items. And the, the two most important things that we as consumers can do to ensure we've got good scores, make our payments on time each month, which means we're never making a payment more than 30 days past the due date, and keep our balances especially credit card balances as low as possible, but a good rule of thumb is below 20 to 25% of the credit limit. And it's because it's unsecured debt. Unsecured debt is a higher risk. Mm -hmm. right. and, and credit scores, whether it's FICO or Vantage, they're gonna measure risk into the future. Even if we've made all of our payments on time, if we've got a large amount of unsecured debt, it's a higher risk more than likely our scores will be lower. Yeah, that's probably one of the, isn't that one of the most critical things a person can do to improve their credit score is to get those balances down, to, to keep those, I call them revolving balances, you know, credit cards or maybe even department store cards, right? Absolutely. Things like that. Keep those no more than 20, 25% of your credit limit. Right. So, so Mike, if, if a person has, you know, you know, pretty good credit at least once or twice or a week or sometimes even daily, they're getting these solicitations in the mail. Transfer your balances over to our account and we'll give you 0% interest for six months or whatever it is. Good idea to take advantage of those or, or, or a bad idea? Well, I think long term, there are certainly financial advantages for that. You may have zero interest for six months. I've seen it up to a couple of years mm -hmm. on balance transfers. Right. There might be rewards, miles, points. That doesn't necessarily, necessarily correlate to your credit scores. So if you were to transfer balances and close those other accounts, you might be affecting the overall length of your credit history, which is one of the key factors. By closing in right. a By good account, a account, account, good account. Mm -hmm. you may alter the overall proportion of balance to credit limit. My recommendation is when, when people are getting ready to purchase a home, uh, they should talk to professionals like yourselves and prepare. But once that process starts, barring emergencies, don't change anything with your credit. Don't go out and apply for new credit. Uh, don't run up your balances. Don't have any late payments. Reba, have you ever had a client who you're getting ready to sign and they drive up in their new car? Uh, not usually when they're ready to sign, but we have definitely had times where I've had a sit down with somebody. We start talking about what we're going to be doing and then we find out they just bought a new car, say, two months earlier. Mm -hmm. I had one two, and, 
two new cars. Not one, well, but two. Well, that was somebody I referred to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what? it wasn't the first time. Uh-uh. <laughs> they so, really want to And we're wait. still waiting. We're still waiting for them yeah. to get to a place where they can because they suddenly realized in that situation they lost $250,000 of purchasing power between their payments. Exactly. So mm-hmm. wait until you get the keys from the realtor. Right. After your loan closes. Then yeah. Yeah. go and do that. Yeah, well, we did have one client who actually we closed and the day after she was in a car wreck and had to buy a new car. Oh and we're like, thank goodness well, that happened after. Well, and Mike, talk about what, what actually happens to your credit score when you open up a new account because it takes a while for that to yeah. take hold. So in, consumers and and and. I've joined you and Reba on first-time homebuyer classes. I do a number of those as well. And that's always a question and a concern of consumers is about inquiries. How is that inquiry right. going to affect me? And in general, for all types of inquiries, how many points do we think our scores might be affected? Eric, do you want to take a guess how many points for any type of inquiry? Oh well, okay. I'm. I know. I know. I think I know the answer okay. to this, but it's not going to be very much. Yeah, on average, it's less than five points. Yeah. And I ask that question, and oftentimes a consumer will say in in the audience, you know, twenty points, thirty points, fifty points. That's mm-hmm. just not the case. We shouldn't be afraid of credit, but we do want to manage it well, especially mm-hmm. when we're preparing for a major purchase like a home. So, uh, I think on inquiries. Uh, again, once so, we start the home buying process, let's hold off on those inquiries, barring the emergency like being okay, in a, well, in So let accident. me ask you this, because this just came up for me the other day, and I, I this happens to me all the time whenever I'm standing in line at like a store, uh, because you're saying it's, it's five points, right? And people freak out if I say, well, why don't you go get pre-approved with a lender? And they're like, oh, no. But yet, on a daily basis... People are out doing their daily shopping, and I was at a makeup place. You know, I don't want to say who they are necessarily and give them anything, but they were like, oh, well, open up a credit card today, and we'll give you 20% off. I'm curious what that's going to be, but I know we're running out of time on this segment. So, listeners, if you want to know the answer, you got to stay through the messages, and we will be right back with Open House at Team Reba. Open House with Team Reba on AM 15A. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Austin's here from ericismybanker.com. And with us, we've got Mike Olden from American Reporting Company, our premier uh, credit vendor that, that uh, I absolutely love working with you, Mike, and your well, staff. They're you. so They're fantastic. Yeah, they they really, terrific. really are. And, uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying that just because you're a Norwegian, all right? I mean, maybe I'm a little bit biased on that. But slightly biased. Just slightly I'm biased. Just saying, slightly biased. So, Mike, before the break, we're talking about, about credit scores and, and, and credit inquiries. And one of the things that, uh, that I see a lot, and, and let's, let's talk about a couple things. The first one is, uh, let's say we, we have someone shopping for a mortgage, and, uh, you know, they, they I, I hear this all the time. They're afraid of having me run their credit because it will generate another inquiry. And you just mentioned that, you know, an inquiry is, is really not going to have a huge impact on your overall credit score. But there's some other rules re- related to inquiries, especially mortgage-related ones, correct? Correct. And, and uh, mortgage and, and automobile, mm-hmm. uh, where we can have multiple inquiries of that same type. 
within a specific time period and they're all grouped together and only scored once. So we'll talk about the mortgage industry today. Uh, uh, for the current uh, version of Experian's uh, FICO score, version two, it's a 14-day window. For TransUnion and Equifax, it's a 45-day window. So as a, as a lender, you can speak confidently to a consumer who comes in and says, you know, Eric, I went to a couple other lenders last week, and I'm nervous about you repulling credit. Mm -hmm. You can tell them, hey, we're within 14 days, uh, so we know those are going to be deduplicated. Um, but even if we were between 15 and 45 days, they would still be deduplicated on two of the bureaus, TransUnion and Equifax. So okay. that's a good break for us as consumers when we're shopping for a home and also for a car. Uh, you know, we've probably all gone through the situation mm -hmm. where you go to the dealer and on a Saturday afternoon and, and they pull your credit with half a dozen different lenders right. Right. on the same day. Now, each of those individual inquiries will show up but they're grouped together and scored only once. So they're not going to have a huge hit on your, your credit score. This is really important, listeners, because I've heard this many, many times from customers uh, who, well, let's face it, it's their loan officer is trying to scare them away from shopping their mortgage, right. saying, oh, man, you don't want to you know, shop around because if you do, it's going to you know, destroy your credit. You know, with all yeah. those inquiries. So there's a lot of misinformation that's that's spread around. Yeah, just not the case. And and I think we need to, uh, uh, you know, filter filter out uh, that. You know, there's a there's an old uh, quote from Mark Twain that if you if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. But if you read the newspaper, you're misinformed. <laughs> so we need to uh, we we need to we need to you know. Take a look at those situations and see if they're really accurate. Very, very relevant information yeah. there. Ab absolutely. You know, the other question that comes up all the time, uh, Mike, is is what if you don't have a credit score? What if you're just brand new and, uh, you know, new? Yeah. We have a lot of our customers, especially my my office. We have an extremely diverse, uh, you know, oh, yeah. market that we serve. And we have folks that are new here and they, they just don't have credit. How long does it take to establish credit? What are the best ways to go about that process? Well, in order to generate a FICO score, we have to have at least one account that's active and reported to one or more of the three credit bureaus in the past six months. Mm -hmm. So if we're starting from ground zero, it's typically going to take six months to establish a FICO score. And we might think, well, that's a long time. But again, that FICO score is measuring risk into the future. And and it's going gonna, it's gonna to give that model a good opportunity, a good time frame to mm -hmm. see how that consumer is managing their credit. Mm -hmm. And at ARC, we've seen certainly dozens of files, uh, just the type of borrower that you described, that have maybe one, two, three accounts anywhere from 6 to 12 months, and they still have scores in the mid-700s. Mm -hmm. So... They're managing their credit well, uh, and that's going to give them a much greater opportunity to be a homeowner. Yeah, that's excellent, excellent. And and we've had customers where, yeah, once we hit that six-month mark, it, it all of a sudden it's, it can really be a game changer. Exactly. Yeah, excellent. It's, it's always so funny, though, to hear someone say, oh, that seems like it's so long. Mm. Because 
half the time, think about how long it takes between when you see a friend of yours and then you actually get back together with him again. That could easily, I mean, I just had this happen in a conversation when I was talking with somebody the other day. I was like, how many years has it been since I've seen you? It's like six months actually goes really fast because I think, and the reason I say that is just because people forget how quickly time moves along. Everyone's so busy right now and it's important to gauge and monitor these things. But six months is actually like barely anything. It's May 7th already. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know. It doesn't even feel, I mean, I feel like yeah. it was January 1st two minutes ago. Exactly. You know, exactly. so, I mean, I really think about that. In fact, I, we, as we were on our break, I was going to use me as an example of like the carbine and like what it does to your score for a period of time until you get that, that timeline in. And I bought that February 14th. I'm already several months into it and I'm like, wow. Yeah. It feels like I just bought the thing yesterday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm and, still getting used to it. I'm already halfway through a six month period of time. And, and really, that inquiry, it will stay on our permanent file for a couple of years. But really, if, if there is any effect, it'll be minimal. And, and we're going to move past it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. That's not the most important thing. Right. You know, again, right. it's making the payments on time. That's the number one factor in yep. determining our FICO scores. Right. What if there is negative information on, on a credit report? You know, there, there are some, some, some laws in, in place to help a consumer, you know, get rid of, of, of inaccurate information. Sure. Uh, you know, that sort of dispute process. Can you talk a little bit about that? Abs- absolutely. I think it's important for each of us as a consumer to review our credit at least once a year. And we're entitled to do that mm-hmm. through annualcreditreport.com. That is the official free okay, site. Okay, so annualcreditreport.com. Not free, not, not free creditreport.com. Yeah. Uh, that's the one with the young man you <laughs> referenced playing the banjo. Yeah. The banjo. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, those aren't actually free. You're signing up for a, a service, and it's, right. it's still a good service. But annualcreditreport.com is the official free site. And it's good to take a look at that, make sure that everything is accurate and up to date. Mm -hmm. And if it's not, there is a dispute process through the bureaus, and we should follow that. What we don't want to see our consumers, our borrowers doing, is going to a lot of these credit repair companies Mm -hmm. who promise that they will eradicate, they'll remove everything under the sun for Mm -hmm. a fee. And I just saw something come across the wire uh, yesterday, uh, the CFPB is uh, investigating two of the largest credit repair companies in the country. Good. Can you One, say who the CFP, CFPB is? Because not everybody's going to know oh, that. Oh, sure. Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Right. So that was a result of, of the, the, the recession and, and Dodd-Frank. But uh, we want to be careful. It sounds very enticing, very easy, mm-hmm. uh, but we, we want to be very careful. And that's why it's important for consumers before they start the home buying process to establish a good relationship with lending professionals, mm-hmm. realtors, right. loan officers, right. and the business partners right. uh, to ensure that we, that we protect them. Well, and a couple things about, you know, if, if you do have a dispute, and we'll talk about those credit repair companies, because if you do have a dispute and you're in the starting the mortgage process, if you file a dispute with the credit bureaus, it's going to take a minimum of 30 days for that dispute to be resolved. You know, the, the rules are, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but a creditor must respond within 30 days, you know, to a dispute. 
you know, to either say it's it's correct or if it's not correct, they'll remove it. If a creditor takes longer than 30 days uh, to respond to the dispute, it, it, it it's going to be purged from the credit. Is that yeah. accurate? It, okay. It, it, exactly. So these credit repair companies, really what they're doing, and I, actually I knew somebody that worked for one, uh, they will handwrite a dispute letter in pink pencil or very sloppily written. And the, the reason is... OCR, Optical Character Recognition. Yep. You know, the bureaus, when you send in a nice typed dispute or email one in, it's processed quickly and efficiently. and That dispute's off to the creditor to uh, respond to. But if it's uh, written in, in crayon or, you know, pink pencil something, it can't make it through the OCR machine. Somebody has to manually input that information. And that is a slow, methodical process that could possibly take more than 30 days. That's what you're paying a credit repair company to do. You could do it yourself. Um, I had a client just recently that had been paying over $200 a month to a credit repair company (gasps) for four months. There was not one dispute on the credit. This repair company had done absolutely nothing, but they're still collecting $200 a month. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, And and the thing to remember, that pink crayon. Yeah. the bureaus have it within their powers to deem a dispute as frivolous. And that's the term you will find in the Fair Credit Reporting Act. If they feel it's frivolous, they don't need to proceed mm-hmm. on that. Uh, so I, I think really if... Do, if wait, do you get notified of that? What, like, right, how does that show up? Uh, more than likely you'd get notified, but it's possible they might just deem it as frivolous and not even respond uh, on that. But I think if consumers really need true counseling help, they should go to HUD's website, HUD.gov, and find a HUD-certified counselor. Mm-hmm. And I know your company has a longstanding relationship with one. We There's do. a lot of great HUD-certified nonprofit counselors here in the Pacific Northwest. And that's really where we should have borrowers go. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't be taken in by these promises of, you know, we're going to, you know, fix this immediately and whatnot. Exactly. You know, the the law says a creditor must accurately report your payment record. And and that's pretty much pretty much the bottom line, you know, with right. everything. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just so just so just the way it well, is. So basically what we're telling our listeners right now, I mean, before we go into the next break mm-hmm. is validate I, I don't know how they would validate any of that, or it's like question, or just go straight to the HUD that you're talking about. Well, I think if any time a consumer reviews their credit report, whether it's through a lender or on their own, they should they should review it for accuracy, highlight anything that they feel is reported incorrectly, and go through the bureau dispute mm-hmm. process, which right. they can do online mm-hmm. and and fairly self guided. Okay. They can also go to the Federal Trade Commission and find. Okay. Absolutely. Well, we've got more coming coming from Mike Olden from American Reporting Company talking about credit today. we got to go pay a couple bills, but uh, when we get back, I've got more questions for you, Mike. Great. Uh, stay tuned. More Open House with Team Rebot. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from ericismybanker.com. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. I yeah. know where I'm from. How I about know. you? I had to think about that for a second. 
Well, you it know, sucks to be in transition. I know. We're, well, um, uh, my my uh, mortgage you know my feel. mortgage platform, Home Street Bank, has actually been acquired by Home yeah. Bridge Financial. So, right. I know. We've uh, talked not, about it. Not on a done ships. deal yet, but that's uh, that's coming through here pretty pretty quickly. So we're excited yeah. about the change. But yeah, yeah. In the meantime, America is my banker. So yes. there you go. There you go. Okay. And, so before you guys get off on another topic, we did not answer my question from the second segment, which was. When somebody is standing, say, at the makeup counter or at a store and they're offering you a discount for signing up for their card, mm-hmm. or even like when I was on a recent flight, Alaska Airlines is, you know, their people are pushing their credit cards, you know, through the aisles as mm-hmm. they're done with the drink carts and whatever. What does that do to somebody? Well, like any inquiry, it may affect our score. Okay. How much is going to depend on the overall file of that consumer but again on average less than five points but i think uh, certainly when when our listeners begin working with their real estate mortgage professionals they want to they want to eliminate those or limit them dramatically uh, because you start adding a few of those up especially for unsecured debt mm-hmm. and you know an underwriter is going to look at that and say, you know, why are you loading up on unsecured yep. debt? And we all like the discounts. We all like the miles. But we have to remember, we don't get those gifts right away at times. Right. Sometimes we have to qualify. Mm-hmm. If we don't qualify, we don't get the 50,000 miles from the airline. Right. But we still get the inquiry. Mm-hmm. And, Eric, I'll ask you as a lender, are there still very strict pricing tiers on the secondary market, investor market, for credit scores. Absolutely. It, yeah. It's not only the, uh, yeah, your credit score can impact your interest rate. It can also p- impact if you're putting less than 20% down, the loan will require mortgage insurance, PMI, mm-hmm. and it can have a dramatic effect on, on, on your PMI costs. And in some cases, it can make you ineligible for, for, for financing, you know, because right. certain loan programs have a minimum credit score requirement. And uh, if you're one point underneath that minimum, you know, that that's a problem. Well, I want to go back to your point, even of like when people are trying to use their cards, because this is something I run into on occasion because, um, you know, I'm self-employed and I had gotten a credit card that is under my personal name and we use it for my business. And we had this happen with a client recently mm-hmm. that both Eric and I are working with. And they like to do all their expenses on a monthly basis because they have some fairly substantial expenses, but they like to do that because they get the points added up and then they pay it off every month because that's mm-hmm. what we do with my company. But the thing is, is that that balance is you run it up through the month, regardless of the fact that you pay it off, you still get hit on your score you because can, you're you cranking can. it up. You can because it depends a credit report is a snapshot in time. Right. And so if it's just the timing, uh, Eric pulls up your credit report and your balances are really Mm -hmm. high, you may have already paid it, but if the creditor hasn't reported it yet to the bureau, it's still reflecting the high balance, which is affecting the credit score. Exactly. So we we wanna encourage consumers, let's start preparing for the home buying process, maybe 60 days in advance, mm-hmm. making sure if we have those types of scenarios yeah. that we're getting those unsecured balances as low as possible before the lender. So let me just throw this report. out and you guys, 
both tell me if this is like crazy talk going on, but the idea of, so when I have sometimes people talking to me about that and I have to say like, look, I'm not a credit specialist. We work in this field all the time, but I'm not, I'm not in that work, but we're always telling them like, if you do tend to pay off your bills every month anyway, you know, from the credit card, why not just be socking that money away? Don't use your, you know, get your balance back down, save your cash, get your balances up and then work around your billing that way for a while. And don't, you know, don't keep doing this up and down and up and down and up and down because they're going to have to save some cash anyway. So think about how you're spending your money too, because that's also a really great time to start, you know, holding back how many times you go out to eat. Sure. Right. You know, because I mean, honestly, most everybody I know personally, if it's a couple and they go out to eat and they happen to be people who enjoy adult beverages, I can tell you in a heartbeat, that's a hundred to 200 bucks a pop. And I know people who go out to eat multiple times a week. I mean, there's part of your down payment right there. Um, that's, you know, right. that's right. And paying down your right. bills. So, Beyond my pay scale. Yeah. I'll let others handle that. But, uh, but I don't know. I, yeah. Eric, I mean, how do you handle that? Well, no, I think you're 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 right on. We we just say please don't do it. Be manage this thing very carefully. But one thing that I reason I love working with 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 you, Mike, and your company, is that you have the ability for some lenders, not all, to do what's called a rapid rescore. And so when oh, we right. when we pull credit, if the if the score is not exactly where it needs to be, um, we can have that score analyzed. And there's there's a fantastic software program that you have uh, you know made available to. You know, guys like me, I can analyze the score, say, oh, pay this account down $200 or pay that account down. Uh, maybe they're an authorized user for a, a card and they, they can we can take that off. Uh, but there's some very simple steps that may be able to be done. And if the, if the consumer can do those, we can immediately uh, request a rescore of their credit and immediately up that up that credit score. And again, this is not something that's available with every lender. It's kind of our secret nope. weapon many times when it, it, it varies from lender to lender. They have their own policy. The the tool is available potentially to all mm-hmm. lenders, but some some uh, don't utilize it for whatever uh, business decision they make. But yes, uh, th- there is uh, uh, there are score simulators available at ARC. We also do a manual review of the credit report. Uh, based on our conversations with FICO, our experience with similar files, and, yeah. and can make recommendations. Certainly, if there were credit reporting errors that were corrected, that's one thing. Uh, but looking at credit card balances and what may happen if those balances were down is fits into that category mm-hmm. uh, as as well. Yeah, it's a, it, it can sometimes be a game changer, though. Right. Yeah, we had one, it, uh, just like I mentioned earlier, we were one point off. From where we needed to be, and it, it turned Did out you it say was one point? one point. Oh gosh! And uh, and it was a simple thing. It was just paying a balance down. Just of I think it was like a hundred dollars, and it, it kicked that score up you know, dramatically. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it can, always certainly. always really good. Hey, let's talk about. Uh, I'm seeing TV commercials out there right now for ways to immediately boost your your credit score. So what's that all about? Yeah, that's uh, the Experian Boost product and. Uh, you know, we, we may have seen that on Super Bowl Sunday or, mm-hmm. or, or March Madness, these advertisements mm-hmm. from, from Experian. Uh, it's their product, and it, it um, uh, is based off of utilities and telecom accounts. Okay. And the consumer gives permission 
for Experian and their and their business partner Finicity to go out, grab payment information on those accounts, and report it onto credit reports. Now, unfortunately, it's it's it doesn't uh, apply to the mortgage industry, mm-hmm. but for consumer lending, auto lending, uh, FICO version eight and nine, the Experian Boost product. Uh, can help consumers with their experience scores in those in those arenas, which could eventually then help them towards. Well, yeah, but it's not, no. it's not it's not it's not being picked up by the FICO score that mortgage lenders not use. Not yet. Yeah. Maybe right, no, I'm hearing you say that, but is it a, a step in the process, though? Because be. then that person, mm-hmm. if they're able to then get an auto loan, now that's going to be something that goes into the sure, FICO sure. system? After exactly. six months. After, well, yeah, yeah. after yeah. six yeah. months. Yeah. But yeah. So you're, you're, you're right, Reba. That, that could have a long-term effect, mm-hmm. benefit, benefit for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of help them get get better credit. You know, I guess get I just, I was thinking, I mean, I know you guys might have a different point of view of it, but I'm thinking about a couple of clients we've worked with in the past that were adults living at home mm-hmm. and they didn't have any other credit. They didn't have right. an auto loan. They didn't have any utilities. They didn't have any, you know, like, and that took two years in oh, some for sure. cases for yeah, those people to can. get there. That's right. That's right. No, that's a, that's a, might be a very good way to do that. And, and the, the, the catch there is make sure the utilities are in your name. Right. Or the, oh yeah. Or oh, lease is in your name. Or you absolutely. talk with your Cell parents your about, taking that over that's right which they might enjoy (laughs) well mike i'm so glad that you joined us today always uh, learn a ton when you're here well thanks and hopefully we'll have you have you back again sometime i'd be delighted and thank you all for listening in on open house of team rig and we're here every saturday from 2 to 3 p.m and now on sundays at 3 have a great week everyone thank you for listening to open house with team reba to contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside. And Eric Osnes of ericismybanker.com.